Hello and welcome to the best show on the internet on a Thursday until maybe next week or the uh, the week after then mostly walking will be on and that is a great go on YouTube but today <laughs> on the 20th no 15th of third, 2018 uh, <laughs> it's not live it's in the future yeah um no on all seriousness um yeah today's thursday it's less thrown out and we'd like to thank this show will be edited and paid for by one of our lovely patreons who's mikey dread and next week it'll be someone else so don't forget we've got a patreon please go to patreon.com forward slash i don't know uh let's drone out i guess and tonight we are joined by Andrew slash Frank. Hello. We're joined by the own jumper wearing Andy RC. Hello. That was so much energy from Frank. I know. <laughs> I, I, I can't give that. I, I can't give that much tonight. But hello, everybody. <laughs> and taking another sip, droning on, almost our name. Almost ah. a copyright infringing. <laughs> oh, I was there first. <laughs> Ash, you weren't. We've been here for years, two years, two or three years. Oh, crap. We can share it. Yeah. yeah. Tony's been a license dawn of time. Anyway, <laughs> uh, joined by... Huh? I'm not in the mood for that. Oh, what? <laughs> Are you having a bad day? Well, I have been for the last hour. Okay. No, we're joined by the sexy NJ. Evening. Is that my new tag now? <laughs> Mate, you're so sexy. Yeah. And well, we are joined by my. Can I say wife? Like, not, are you all right? What's happened? Not tonight. What, what's going on? Tonight. Oh, what's not happened to you? Trouble in paradise. Have I done something? That's <laughs> what you haven't done. It's because his mum cancelled. We were going to have his mum on talking all about how we can, uh, you know, the best house plants for tiny whooping, uh, how to crop dust using an X class, and and she has just cancelled on him. His own mother. I don't know. Terrible. That's oh, she got stage right. Right. We're joined by Tone Star. Bonjour. <laughs> and we're joined by. Uh, can we convert the toy grade quads into a beta flight based FPV acro machine? Oh, I quite like that. Thank you for all the marketing. Hello. Currykin. <laughs> if you didn't Are you know. wearing the t-shirt today, Jack? No. But I've oh. got a t-shirt to hand if you want me to go get it. <laughs> no, it's fine. God. Tony, I haven't spoke to you and you're still pissed off at me. Over the you know, well happy, but I don't know. Every week you two having a domestic. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> it's part of the show, I think. <laughs> Right, someone say something. It's all gone quiet, said Rhubarb. Someone say beta flight or butterfly. Uh, <laughs> do we? Oh, God. Maybe we, we have to talk to... about race flight and burning boards. <laughs> Get if somebody did that. I like doing that. And then I sunk it in a big pile of water. Hey, like, we've, like... Got, uh, we've got BM BMS Web in the chat. We've got Zoe in the chat. Zoe. As well. <laughs> hey. Smash that like button, she says. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, let's do this. At first, there was MultiWii, and that was open source. And then they used part of it with TimeCop, the inventor of the NACE32. He used some of that code and then created 
uh, what the hell is that called again? Base flight. Base flight. Yeah. That's um, what I started on that. Yeah, but Tony, there's nothing you haven't started on. <laughs> I'll um, start on you if you don't. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, we're trying to cheer you up, man. So, base flight. Then, um, oh god, what, what's his Green name? Flight. Dominic. Uh, Dominic Clifton stuck his nose into the code. And then upset um, Hancock. And then it forked, which means a fork in the road and they split. And Dominic Clifton designed Clean Flight, which we all flew for a very long time. And I think Tony even won a race on beat, uh, Clean Flight, didn't you? No. Why? <laughs> yeah. What? When? The, the little quad that flew around the thing, that was on... That was actually. Oh, I didn't win. I come second. Yeah. It was Matt Hellier. Winning, first, is it? You're yeah. just making it worse tonight, Jack. <laughs> I mean, the worst The worst part is that I probably built that quad because it was stuff from that place. So, you didn't win, but you were the very best loser. <laughs> I was in the front until the last bend and I stacked it. No. And then I come second, which is not first. Oh, if anyone wants to know what that was, that was my multimeter falling. <laughs> um, and then, uh, then what happened? Oh yeah, then Boris B was like, "Have you tried this?" and started like seeing all the. Is it pull request or push request? I can never remember. Pull request. Pull request on GitHub, and they, he was looking through them on GitHub, and he was like, "Wow, there's some really cool stuff," and. He didn't like having um, uh, uh, BL Heli separate, so he integrated that into something called, as everyone knows. Come on, guys. Is this like, are you like the teacher in a whistle? Yeah, yes. Andy, I'll see what was it called? BL Heli Suites, is that what you're talking about? Oh pass God. through. <laughs> oh, pass through. Okay. I yeah. think he wants the word beta flight. Yes. Oh, right. Beta flights. <laughs> yeah. Beta flight. <laughs> and then people started creating closed source things, which is the wonderful race flight and the amazing kiss. And then, uh, yep. Show us the way, Jack. Yep, Zoe, you are the queen. Um, sorry, memeing. <laughs> uh, right, and then, uh, yeah, so then Racelight had like a little slave monkey that's writing all the code. <laughs> and then the monkey got out of the cage. And then the monkey threw the code like poop at the wall and then everyone saw it and then smeared it around a bit. And then a little bit of it got into... <laughs> this is incredible. This needs to be some kind of handbook that comes. It's like, it sounds like a bedtime fairy tale. Or something. Yeah, I'm getting and, they all lived, and they all lived happily ever after. Has he had his meds? Yeah, this is what. This is Jack on a lot of drugs. I'm gonna have to go and get a beer in a minute because I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm gonna swap my wine for a tea now. Which I didn't. I'm gonna record this and use this as introduction to software development as, as described by Jack. How, how GitHub works. Carry no, on. I'm waiting, on. I'm waiting for Painless 360 to phone me up when he hears this and be like, oh my god, I wish I could do that on my videos explaining stuff. So anyway, um uh I 
what 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 is that filter called? The the Kalman filter. filter. Yeah, it's a floating filter that sort of estimates what data it has or hasn't got, and sort of like figures and smooths everything out. I believe, yes. and that kind of got into um, Betafly, and Betaflight were like, "Hey, man, we're working on some other filter that's much more um, optimized because." Uh, the everything race light is always always all about overclocking and um, stressing the parts out. Kind of like my friendship yeah, what with Tony Jack does to me. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this has all been a massive metaphor, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah nothing to do with beetle or butterfly. I I just like to point out I've never forked with Tony. Um, <laughs> Thank Christ. Only integrated, right? Yeah. <laughs> Via USB. Who was doing the? Uh, who was Doing the pull requests to who? That's why I want to know. It's too early for this. Who was pulling and who was <laughs> pushing? Well, let's wait until after the watershed, guys. So, yeah, Boris is like, look, it's not optimized. It's you know too intensive. You know, like what about F3 boards? We've already lost F4 boards. Um, it only works on certain boards. You've got to copy and paste stuff into. This is this is um this is the filters. The, the the filter sort of fork and you've got a copy and paste is it is it right you've got a copy and paste like certain settings into the gui into the ci yeah yeah, yeah the, there are some the, base settings the that they, they worked out um to kind of get people started but really if you want the best out of it you're going to need to do some noise analysis um and that's going to mean some black boxing um so I, I think there's still a long way to go on it i've, I've not touched it yet i will um, I think that that Kalman filter, that the actual the math for that is something that was used on, I think it was used on missiles. Actually, I think it was. I think they they used it on. Uh, on they used it in NASA. Used it. The, yeah, the space missions. Are you sure, Tony? Because I thought NASA was fake. <laughs> but the fake NASA used it. Oh, okay. They used it. You know, PID controllers were were invented in eighteen seventy. Wow. So they used that to calculate the moon landing. Which didn't happen, of course. Yep. Wow. Look at the Wikipedia page for. I'd, I'd like to point out that I would have made a joke, being like, "Of course, Tony would come out with that fact because he was there and he was there at the time." I'm glad you didn't, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Poor Tony. Oh. oh God! Someone's written "flat Earth" in the chat. Oh my God! Oh, we there today. <laughs> um. So anyway, um, <clears throat> after getting poo in its mouth, um. <laughs> Are we still talking about Tony here? <laughs> yeah. Uh Beta Flight was like, we're not having any of this. And then um and then Butterfly formed and now you can run that only with certain boards and everything has to be F four and thirty two kilohertz. And uh yeah, that's Butterfly really. And um the only thing that makes me slightly like ooh is uh is Joshua Wardwell flew it. And he was excited, and he he was very happy. So who knows? Anyone tried it? I haven't tried it yet, but didn't didn't no. he also say something about them putting Carmen back into Beta Flight now? Anyways, like soon because of, because of this, which will make Butterfly irrelevant again, sort of thing. The video I watched suggested he said that the the Beta Flight filter was essentially the uh, same thing. The same thing. Yeah. And I thought I thought he said he couldn't really detect the difference in a sort of a blind test. It'd be hard pushed to um, to notice the difference. 
Mm, the thing is, when he made that video of the two, I could see a difference. Which yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I could. There was there was much less prop wash. I thought with Butterfly than there was Betaflight. Um, uh, he said he he couldn't notice the difference, but um, I think when you watch it, maybe subjectively, that's what that's what I thought. But the reason why I'm not trying it is because like you know, it's it's so early for something like that and i mean you, you saw josh's video they'd even you know not taken the clean flight part out they'd just done a a search all and just replaced beta with butter hadn't they so you, you know. yeah but isn't it just a copy of beta and then the filter put in anyway so it should yeah. just be exactly the same so why is everyone worried and i'll just like to say david winstell's in the chat and gail Oren scenes in the chat who we had on before, and she said, "Jack, you look handsome tonight." So, <laughs> not not only you on drugs. Who who <laughs> said that? Gail. Oh bless. Thank you. Um, I don't feel very handsome. <laughs> I feel like I've slept in a bush. <laughs> yeah, I smell in. like a dead badger. Uh, back to what you were saying there, Tony. Um, I'm I not ginger. The biggest thing is that when you. Um, copy across like they did to, to create the fork there's very often the tiniest change can have an incredible butterfly effect on the code and cause all kinds of problems and bugs and all that then needs uh, you know ideally a big mass of testers out there with all different hardware to see if it's caused any any problems i actually had had that with one of the betas of uh, 3.3 and it was actually one of my daito models it, it caused a really weird wig out with the uh with having accelerometer turned on um and it was patched and fixed and you know these things uh need reporting and again when you're starting now with something brand new you would think that that's it it's stable and then these little changes might not have massive impacts well quite often you'll find that that can it can just be one little thing that can cause things to go uh, quite unstable so um, that, that's personally why I'm going to leave it a little while. I just want to see it mature uh, a, a bit more before I'm going to start uh, playing with, with Butterfly. But it looks promising, certainly, from what I've seen so far in terms of the... Uh, the I think the biggest thing is, is just it seems to be the focus is really that, that prop wash handling, um, which does seem to be getting tighter and better. So, yeah, we'll see. I think the other reason you want to give it time as well is to make sure that the guys working on it are committed. You don't want to really get into something and then you find that a month later the team have disbanded and they don't really have that enthusiasm anymore. So Yeah, absolutely. Give it time to mature and make sure they want to keep working on it. Yeah, Super, indeed. Superfly in the chat said uh, he's... Well, it's running away from me. Ow! Uh, <laughs> he said he's put it on three... Tried it on three quads and it felt good on two, so he kept it on there. So... No, yeah, this is just part of, of part of living on the bleeding edge. You know, if you get you're going to get a cut occasionally, and some stuff it'll work for, and, and others it might not until it's it's got you know, as Ash said, it's been around long enough, and it's got enough development, and it's it's going in the right direction because we, you know, there are not to name any, but there are others that had a lot of promise in the start, and for me started to decline fairly rapidly after uh, a very early peak. So. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'm going to watch it closely and, and see where it goes. But base flight's flying so damn well for me at the minute. I've, I've, I've a little reason to move away from that right now. So yeah. has has everyone pretty much given up on race flight? What is the latest? Because there was a time when that's all anyone was flying, and now it's like no one's flying all of a sudden. 
I never had a chance to try it. I was no, it was I on my list of things to try, and then I saw Tony's video showing it all having a wobble out, and then he burnt it. So I was like, "Is this <laughs> is this bad now?" <laughs> He's saying it didn't so burn bad. very well either, did it? So, so I, I imagine oh, that, nice. I imagine the reasoning behind that. So so Tony I made a video. That right. Tony Tony made a video that it was getting uh, mid throttle oscillations, and I'm guessing was probably told that it was a component issue and then he switched it to beta flight and didn't have it and so i i guess is that the reason why everyone's ditching it because it's it's buggy it wasn't though a year ago it was great now it's pence <laughs> yeah, what, in my, was in my what was that um like what uh what when did it was it still in open source or was it race flight one because there was open and then closed for the race flight. There was race flight, that. and then there was race flight one. When I used to fly race flight one a year ago on RC twelve, is that race flight one open or closed? Probably closed. Okay. Yeah, RC twelve. Uh, it was good. Yeah. And then it just went downhill and got worse and worse and worse. And I wish I never updated. But then you're forced to update if you want to change anything on your quad anyway. Has there been any any updates over the massive drama with um, what's his name that uh, developer essentially oh. leaving, posting all the source up and GitHub? Oh, what, what that Kalen. 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 That's what Butterfly became. Yeah, yeah. Kalen. Kalen. I'm sorry That's for calling you a monkey, but um, it, it made it sound like he was the real development force behind it, and Preston wasn't. So, is anything That's maybe why it's gone pants. Yeah, I, I don't know how many of the finer details we'll honestly get to know because you only ever hear one side of the story from each person. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of in a similar position. I, I started, uh, I got in contact with the race flight devs right when this was, you know, I got one of the very first boards <clears throat> and started. Uh, actually, I was putting race flight originally onto my SPF3. Um, this was before they brought out their own board and, and made it closed source. And there was a nice level of progression, I thought, and the flying characteristics were good. And there was a little bit of, um, I want to say there was a little bit of the flight feel of Kiss in there that I really liked. Um, it felt really tight. It was nice to acro with, and it tuned up well. And then we got to, I know it comes up a lot, but I'll say it again. We got to RC12, and for me, that's where it peaked. It never really um, came, uh, sort of got back on its feet. And that's with, with me, and this is obviously a, a subjective thing because it was me and the, the particular quads I was using at the time. I just had a lot of mid-throttle oscillation problems and issues that couldn't be tuned out with the available uh, tuning and filtering. Nothing could get rid of these problems. And you know, even adding capacitors and other efforts to reduce any kind of back EMF noise or anything that could be causing problems wasn't fixing this. Um, and I, I stuck with it and kept going back to it and trying newer and newer versions and it just wasn't really uh, the same kind of inherent problems that came along after RC12 were still there and that that's when I kind of started to lose confidence in it and moved uh, moved back over to beta flight so you know and I did I went through a build with it. the guy who I fly with a lot my my pal Carmo FBV um, we both did a brand new build. One was my Archon, which I fly now, and he was uh, set up a reverb, and he bought a brand new race flight board with the bolt, and we set that thing up, and the, both of us spent the bulk of our time 
trying to tune out all these oscillation problems. And this wasn't on noisy hardware. These were brand new butter smooth motors. They were, um, you know, everything on the quad was new. There was no reason to, to, to put noise at blame for this. And uh, no matter what we did and how much we messed with the settings and the filtering, we just couldn't get that tuned out of it. Um, and then we eventually put a, an F405 on there and went with base flight. And, you know, like that, the whole thing was, was smooth as anything. And that was that. So, yeah, that's, that's my personal experience with it and where we are right now anyway. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Apparently, everyone's just seen Jack's ugly mug for the most of this video so far. <laughs> so apologize to all the viewers. This is special forehead especially and eating. Eating. I just think it's, it's now stuck on me, so you're going to need to unstick me when I did that. Yeah. So I was, I was trying to unstick it from Jack, but... Uh, <laughs> So hopefully now people can see me when I speak or when someone else starts speaking, they'll see them. And if you still don't see whoever's speaking, then post in the chat and I'll, I'll try and work out what's going on. But I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Sorry, guys, my uh, PC did a blue screen of death and then decided after that it wanted to do a Windows update. So, <laughs> so sorry, I disappeared there. <laughs> He didn't miss much. So, Ash, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you for a while. Uh, <clears throat> man flu, um, house renovations, uh, BMW broke my car, uh, and everything I review keeps breaking. Yes, it's just brilliant. <laughs> Back to the norm. I'm glad someone else is getting it. If it's not, it's usually, I think me and Andy alternate quite well in terms of who gets the dud stuff. Um, but always happy to have someone. Who, actually, no, uh, to be fair, Curry Kit, and you've had a few. Uh, a few tuds, haven't you? I have all the tuds, I thought. <laughs> it does. I, I really feel pain when that happens because, you know, we are lucky enough to get sent these um, for reviewing. And, you know, so really there's no excuse for it not to work because they, they need it to work for us to, you know, review it properly. So I, I feel real pain for customers when I get something that doesn't work and I've not paid for it, but I know customers have paid for it and they're getting a dud and then they've got to go through the hassle of returning it or swapping it out or arguing with our retailers and it uh, it seems to happen a lot more these days i must say yeah i'm having it just all the time it seems like every other and i know what you mean because you know as a reviewer you get it for free yet you can still get frustrated when you got it for free and it's like <laughs> what, what must people be getting and i think um i think at the moment it's just that they're, they're rushing these products to get them out before someone else gets one out that sort of overtakes it. And in doing that, there's no actual decent products being re released because they're all in like a beta stage, you know? Yeah. So um, it's, it's really frustrating, yeah. yeah. I think we mentioned, we all mentioned SPC Racer before as possibly <laughs> the company that puts good gear together but never actually test flies it. And I've still got that, was it 95? GF. 90 NG, the one that doesn't fly. You guys had the NGI, the GF. And it oh, was, the GF. I've, I, I tried it with soft mounts and it, it flew away. And now I've been <laughs> updating stuff. It literally flew away. It shook itself so much that because it was in air mode, it's like it tried to write itself. It's like, I'm full throttle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then I've just tried updating a load of software and a bunch of things and it still flies like crap. So I, I'm I have still that here somewhere. working on that. 
I have I have three of them. Did I tell you this? They sent me three yeah. of the problem. And none of them work. <laughs> they, they all did exactly what you said. They just, just went nuts. Went completely mad and shook themselves shook themselves to death. That's so, a bit like the dark the Dark Max lovely quad, and I was so excited about um reviewing that one. And then you spend so much time. I don't know if people watching think that us reviewers wake up one morning and the postman's there and a box arrives and we go, oh, yes. And we'd sit in the room all excited and unwrap it. And it's not like that as a reviewer, really. It's actually, oh no, that's another 10 hours worth of um, anal analysis and reviewing and filming and editing. And it is hard work. And when you get to the, the ninth hour and you're ready for the, the bit that really is fun, getting it in the air and actually flying it, and you take off and it just goes like that, it's really frustrating. So that's a Dark Max that didn't work because the flight controller um, has a, a compass or gyro issue. Replace the flight controller and that now works. Nebula uh, 230 needed Andy's expertise to get that stupid thing working. Um, QX, QX65, that thing, the six batteries that came with it all sort of almost blew up. Um, I have that. Yeah, the same thing. again, thanks to Andy last night for that. But actually, the... Um, the batteries seem to be a bit better, having um, slow charged them, not using the charger that came with it. And I've just bought some uh, these little um, much better batteries yeah. to go with it. Those are the exact same ones I got, actually, off Amazon. I took a hammer to the original ones. <laughs> and they were that crap that nothing happened when I hammered them to death. Like, no smoke, <laughs> nothing. Not even enough power to catch fire. I was well disappointed. <laughs> So at least when the batteries fail, at least you've got the excitement of a fire. And when you don't even get that, it's a real depressing scenario. But yeah, I, I must say, I, I, I feel a lot of pain for customers because they're ordering this stuff all the time. And, <clears throat> you know, I guess the benefit is when we do get something that works first time, generally it's because it's a good product and it has gone through quality control. And the stuff that generally doesn't work are the cheap products. Ah, but yeah. It's funny you say that, though, because I received the dark max and i got one of the the prototypes and it was brilliant and i said yeah this is great and it, it flew off a 6s without any problems and then people started to get it and they were like hang on it's got a different flight controller than the one andy's got it's got and and so um you know sometimes you can't win in that sense and actually a, a good product turns out to be not very good because they've ended up changing it or something like that so it is a minefield, but the, th the, the thing is, though, is people want to just get out there and fly and these cheap models, you know. Uh, I, I always say expect to have to do a little bit of work on them. But, you know, if you if you can, then it's it's really worth the effort, I think, you know. I yeah. think the problem can be because we've all had these cheap ones and sometimes they can come good um, as long as you, you put a little bit of effort in and maybe change a couple of things out. But with the ones that just work, which often are the case that you have to pay a bit more, I get so enthusiastic about the fact that I haven't had to do this extra thing that it looks a bit like some sort of paid product promotion. It's like <laughs> I'm still just reviewing it. It's just so good because it oh, actually yeah. worked. I didn't have to do anything else to it. it that's why worked. people That's why people say I work for Fat Shark because you know, <laughs> I, I praise them, but they do just work, you know. So, uh, but the thing is, on the, on the flip side, SPC Maker, uh, a premium price, and they they don't perform really. A, a couple have now. I think they just had a, a bad couple of models. But I I struggle to trust them now because of you know that the what has happened in the past with them. 
But then I guess if you think about it as well, we're only paying well, as a customer, you're paying only maybe a hundred pounds or $130 for, for some of these quads and they've got great components. So by the time they ship that from China and they've built it, constructed it, you know, in some respects, I guess you can't expect it to be perfect every time. Uh, but then on, on my Dark Max review, people keep saying, oh, what's better, the Dark Max or the Coppice One? And actually, the Coppice One is much more expensive, but I think it's a much more rounded product that needed, for me, needed nothing doing straight out of the box, and it flew beautifully. Whereas the Dark Max, great components, but um, needed a bit of work to get it going. So yeah. maybe we're just all becoming a bit tight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's two there's two levels of people isn't there there's the guys that would like to save some money and they don't mind having a bit of a tinker with things to get things right and there, there's people that you know are sort of working really hard and they get a couple of hours on the weekend to do something just want something to take it out of the box and be able to fly it because the time is worth much more than saving like a couple of bucks and having to spend time fixing it yeah. So things like, you know, I love the Coppice One and, you know, the Vortex quads. I was flying um, a Mojo um, this week and that, that was on Beta Flight 317 and I wanted to see what it would be like because it's old and it, it's brilliant because it's so well-tuned and it yeah. just went excellently. But premium prices again, so it's like balance, isn't it? It is. It does amaze me as well, the amount of quads that turn up without the um, receiver even configured properly. It comes with a, uh, an FR Sky receiver, for example, and yet they haven't set the serial RX or it's, it's on the wrong UR. I don't get things like that. When it comes to software and they're just dumping a config file, I don't, I don't know how they can get that wrong. And many questions I see on my channel and probably your channels as well, are, you know, how do I get the receiver to work? Because it, it won't talk to the flight controller. And, it does, like you said, people. Ha some people just want to fly, um, haven't got time to mess around. And my other half makes me laugh. She keeps saying, "Ash, why are you always fixing them? <laughs> I'm not fixing it. This is just to get it going." You see, first. though, Ash, you don't realise, but you are that extra step that they don't have to pay for. Yeah. You, you make the video and you say you have to do this, this, and this, and then therefore they don't have to pay somebody to fly it tune it and and say it needs all this this and, and out of the box um and in some cases actually they were you know they'll, they'll send you like a pre-release pre version and then take those settings and then when the customers get it you're like oh those are my pids that are on there <laughs> so i That's think my instruction manual yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mr bardwell <laughs> so, you know, the, I, I think when they're working to such a cheap price like you say 100 quid for a five inch model i mean when the blackouts came out you were talking six seven hundred quid to get it going you know so um i think you know that's part of the reason people are looking at that and and sort of making the, de the decision themselves because actually what can happen it, it's funny so people say to me should i build my own or should i buy a ready to fly and uh just because you built it yourself doesn't mean you're not going to run into problems. You know, you could run into even more problems building it yourself than a ready to fly. So in some respects, they're quite good. You, you'll yeah. get you'll get problems with them, but less <clears throat> problems than you'll get if you built it yourself. You know, so there's that, that way to look at it. The days of the sort of Walkera F210 and all that, where it, it wasn't cost-effective to buy that because you could build something cheaper yourself. I think those days have kind of gone now because when you have a quad like the Coppice One or the Dark Max, um, it, it's not built in a way that it's proprietary and you can just swap out the motors and the speed controllers. So I think yeah, times have definitely changed, even in the last 12 months, I think.
Yeah, sure. So what are you guys all working on? Have you got like a, because uh, I actually don't have that. I found that I think it's probably because of Chinese New Year. I've not actually found too many products coming my way recently. Um, yeah, I think um, that they're sort of like just adjusting for Chinese New Year, I think. Um, so Well, it seems to me an awful lot like the, the, the bulk of my time, instead of reviewing stuff, seems to be uh, nose modifications to various sets of products. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's got, just your nose, clearly. It's clearly, yeah. This is, it's actually a matter of perspective. If I turn sideways, it's actually about this long. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's crazy. So interestingly, I got an email out of the blue from Skyzone today to say, just to remind you, can you get these shipped back to us? Because we're going to get the guts of them. Um, these are the Sky 03s, which I did the, the first nose mod to. Um, so they've now said, yeah, get me, get us the goggles back and we will take the guts out and we'll put them in this new shell, which has plenty of room for all sizes of nose. Uh, and then we'll get it back to you and cover your shipping costs and stuff. So that's, that's an update that seems to be rolling out now, which is a good thing. Um, the interesting update on these new Esheen EV900s. Now I know Andy, you got your set. So originally, I think I was actually the first guy to get hold of those um, to look at. And obviously, I put my video out saying biggest problem is these these just can't you can't put them on your face because it just hurts, you know, right on the bridge. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really quite horrible. So I sent them a re and I showed Andy this, but I sent a really simple drawing of uh, of them next to the EV800s with the nose gap. And then I've literally pointed to the contact points, like I put an arrow and I've put you know, too short here next to it. I'll put it in as simple a language as I could graphically to then send back to Ichi and say, please show this to the designers. And they sent me back my JPEG with a big X, red X through, through my bit. And just where their part was, they just put a tick. And that was their feedback. They basically said, no, you're wrong. Which I thought, I was like, okay, well, yeah, you told me. That was that. Um, but then I made them a video, and also I, I was putting out videos on my own channel about this at the same time, saying, look, I, I you know, have to show you this really isn't going to fit, and every reviewer is going to point this out. It's not going to fit. It's good. You know, anyone on the Western side, you're going to have this problem. Anyway, after a few review videos had gone out and the same things were pointed out to them, I suddenly get an email back um, from a, an Ishin designer saying, so do you have any suggestions for how we can improve the EV900 nose fitment um, without having to retool uh, the nose piece? So I was like, oh, okay. Now we've got more of a problem. So I think what's happened is they've left this super late um and not really included enough people from our neck of the woods in the bit in the base, base of the product and then what you end up with is them at the point where they've produced these ready to go out and they've now got a pretty serious problem to fix um that they're looking for alternate you know really compromise mm -hmm. solutions to try and fix it so i said well one thing you could do is to increase the size of the foam pad to push it further away. I mean, that's kind of it. Or add, as I mentioned in my video, a kind of a TPU gasket to try and move part of it away so that you get a bit more room on your nose. But these these are compromises. You start moving it away, you check change the focus, you start introducing, you know, the further away your eyes go from the optics, the more the screens are going to start to blur on the inside. And it's just a, a classic example of not talking to pilots and, the right people before you uh, put this stuff into production. But it goes back to what Andy says, stuff's coming out too fast. Mm -hmm. You know, if, oh. 
slow down, it will. Uh, I think there'll be a little more chance for these things to be proper, the kinks to be ironed out first. So, I'm really, su I'm really surprised they, uh, they, you know, like when you sent it back to them, they didn't just take a mold of it and just be like, "Yeah, we done it, fixed." <laughs> 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 they might do that when NJ sends back his because there's a fix. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I've had a few people ask me about because um, I did say I was going to do the same kind of Dremel remolding of the nose on these EV nine hundreds, uh, and again for some unknown reason they've sent me another set, so which are exactly the same as the first set. They just seem to send me multiples of stuff. Um, maybe I'll I'll box these up and send these to you guys to have a look at so you can see for yourself. But, um, I am going to. Uh, people want to see them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and do the nose mod on these ones as well and see what happens. But it's it really is, unless you're a, a heavy tinkerer, uh, to try, <laughs> I'm not sure how to really word that. That sounds sure, well dodgy. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? If, 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 you're a person, <laughs> if you're Dremel happy, let's go with that. If you're Dremel happy like me and you don't mind modding stuff and you're a real sort of modeler who likes getting in and changing, customizing things, that kind of that kind of thing's not so bad, but there are people who just want to buy products and quite rightly just want it to, to work out of the box. So Shugu addict, that's what I call you. People are asking, um, what do you reviewers do with all your quads and bits when you finish with them? Same as what Tony does, burn them. Add <laughs> 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 them with fire. Mine at the moment end up in the bin. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not having a lot of luck these days, to be honest. Do you not, do you not give them away to your patrons or anything like that? The patrons um, win that's them. That's what I've done. Yeah, I've I done don't that have patrons. It's, it's the responsibility that puts me off um, the pay because then I'm committed to have to spend time. And I have to be honest, I'm struggling these days to get reviews together time wise. Yeah, that's the worry with Patreon is you, you kind of feel like you you owe something because people are putting putting their money down. Yeah, um, exactly. So um, I I've I've started a Patreon. Hey. I, I haven't I haven't actually uh, well I've published it but I haven't mentioned it yet. But again, you know I can't really offer anything extra, so I just put the the amounts really low. You know, so it's like a dollar or three dollars. Um, I offered stickers. Become a patron, people. You can have some stickers. Yeah, that's it. Stickers and uh, uh, what about the T-shirt though? That's the website, isn't it? If yeah, if you want a T-shirt, you just go and get one printed from one of those print-on-demand sites, <laughs> like I had to do and give to Jack. Oh, thank you. Oh, he's got one on his phone, is, has he? Yeah, I would have set it high enough to have a T-shirt, but it seems it, it it's quite an alien concept to say. I'm doing this stuff. If you want to give me some money to to help me out, that's that's good. So, the the, the idea of putting it high enough to give a T-shirt that someone would want to do that is is a too alien for me at the time. So it's like one dollar, brilliant. Five dollars, get some stickers. That that'll that'll do me, and I can the, carry um, on making fun videos. The biggest problem I have with doing extra stuff on Patreon is what's Jack showing up? He's he's putting his phone up. I've literally, I've literally messaged Painless360 and was like, Andy, I'll see has a Patreon now, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> now what, I was, what I was saying is, like, um, I, I think that there's some guys out there, like, if you look at what um, Stu from UAV Future does, he's, I don't know how he has the time to do everything, because as Ash was saying earlier, you know, you sometimes, for a, re a review, to get it all done, you're sometimes 16 hours in, and that takes up all of the time, so... That, he's full-time now, isn't he? Who's that? Uh, Stu from UAV Futures. Oh, yeah. He's full-time. 
Yeah, yeah, but even so he's so, in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think that worries me. The, the idea of these these guys going full time, and I just I worry about um, you know when they go full time, their income is people buying products uh, and anything else they might be able to do in terms of drones. But ultimately, it's going to be YouTube revenue and people buying products and commission. That would that worries me in terms of when they've got to pay their mortgage, they've got to pay their bills, and that is now their only income. Is that going to change their content, and is it going to change their view uh, and their their marketing style? Perhaps that's my big concern. Actually, there's, there's a there's a question I, I could probably throw straight over to Curry Kitten because you've you've had a bit of a, a, a shift in uh, a shift in all of this in terms of sort of moving away from the job you've been doing for a very long time at, over at IBM, I think it was, and. And you're 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 giving it a go on a on a on a whole new level. So why don't you t why don't you talk us through your experience and where you're going now? Yes, and Ash reveals himself as not watching any of my videos. Else <laughs> <laughs> already know this. Yeah, I I've I've been working for IBM. I've worked there for 23 years as a, a software developer, and was a bit bored by it to say the least. And I also didn't get a pay rise for the last 10 years. And as I'd been ramping up what I've been doing in, in, I say reviewing, and just doing, I say, drone stuff generally, I had the opportunity to take a humongous risk and say, let's stop working for IBM, because those guys are doing my head in, and let's do droney things. Um, fortunately, I'm in the position where my salary is not responsible for paying the mortgage and stuff, because whilst I've been sort of taking a sort of what I would call a career back seat, my wife's job has been going a lot better. So she is the main breadwinner. Meantime, um, I am now doing stuff. So my revenue splits between the YouTube advertising, which is worth a good, you know, twenty, thirty dollars a month. So that that'll pay for my, my coats for a week. Um, we we then obviously the the main bulk of it comes from affiliate stuff. Uh, but I, I think in terms of how it changes, it's like you you can't you can't do it. You can't go down the route of saying this is brilliant buy it because the first time you do something dishonest people are going to call you out on it and that's it done so if it, what i do and i noticed bruce simpson talked about um affiliate sales and said oh these guys are just getting exciting things and, and reviewing them i'm going to get crap stuff and tell you it's crap i was like well what's the point of that if you're if you're using actions. products then you're going to be like, well, this looks exciting, or this could be something that's going to interest people, as opposed to this looks really rubbish. I'm going to find out if it is rubbish and really tell people it's rubbish. It's like, well, it probably is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm choosing things that I think are going to be exciting and I think are going to be good. Um, and sometimes they're very disappointing. And then you could say, this is disappointing. Or you could also say, however, choose this other quad. Here's some up there. And that's better. So I don't think it changes that way. And the, the other stuff I do is I, I write for some magazines, and uh, I try and sell t-shirts. And uh, <laughs> and I've got my seven Patreon supporters. Thanks for those guys if they're watching. You've got more than me. I've got. I think I've got. I think I've got three so far. But that's my fault. Well, then you I haven't announced it. I I put a great big video on, and I only got seven. <laughs> Oh, that's okay, though. This is people just hunting around saying, oh, I hope that Andy, has he got a Patreon? So I just want to give him money. <laughs> just to clarify, I do look at your channel. I do watch your stuff. And I like you. <laughs> Not Such a liar. Such a liar. Okay, I'm e eating away at you for that whole I'm, time. You I, I've, I've been biting my lip. And I do like, and I like your channel because you're honest. 
Um, and the same with all the guys on here, and I'm not just kissing ass here, but um, I like all the guys' content here because it's not doesn't feel like there's any ulterior motive, and there are too many, I think, RC reviewers um, who do just say everything's brilliant when we've reviewed it and we know it's shit. Um, and that's a shame, I think, because it, it does impact us all. And I do agree, I'd like to agree with you in part um, that once they say something's brilliant and it's not, people remember it and they don't let them get away with it and they switch off or unsubscribe. But sadly, I see it time after time with videos on YouTube where they say it's uh, say it's brilliant and it's and people still love them and their subscription figures keep going up. I don't understand it. That's curious. I mean, I don't know how people get away with that, really, unless they're like, well, my one was brilliant. Maybe yours, maybe it's you. <laughs> it's not the product. It's just the way it's been used. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It's a funny, and it's a big risk, you know, I mean, good for you for doing it. I work in IT as well, and I would love to be doing this full time, but I'm um, I'm not daring enough. Yet. So the, yeah. the other thing as well that you, you have to bear in mind is that, and this goes back to something I was saying, I think, last week, is that you put something out, and by time, you know, it's the same, my, my commanders are like, I'm still using them. They're still great, my commander goggles, the Aeon ways, but they haven't got any print. You don't know what any of the buttons do because there's no print on them. The molding's <laughs> different. They haven't got a top head strap. That's how I got them, and what I said about them was there, and it's, you know, it's on YouTube forever, and it will be there if you do a search for it. But the chances are, when, by the time people get the, the final product, or even a product that may be a V2 without the company saying it's actually a V2, um, they've taken all this advice on board, a lot of them, and they've fixed all these issues. And then, you know, you've kind of, your review doesn't actually review what you had at the time. And, and that kind of thing can can be a little bit detrimental as well, because they might have just fixed the whole thing. And uh, But it doesn't change that back then when you did it, this, had, this was full of problems and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But that's the thing. That's the way it is on YouTube, isn't it? By the time you get momentum on your videos and they start, coming up in searches things have changed and yeah the yeah. changes can be a real problem i mean someone emailed me today because I, I had this thing where i i broke a um what was it it was the one of those little all-in-one eashin cameras what they're called now something oh three okay. tx three or something oh, right. okay. um so the camera part got eaten by a cow after my little wing accidentally <laughs> went into a field and i separated the vtx out and just to see if i could use it and it worked so i said here's the worrying and someone replied today said i wired it up exactly how you did it and it didn't work and when i put it all back together it did work so it's like well they might have changed it so but yeah so you make all these great videos and then this is how it works and people watch them and say, this is rubbish it doesn't work at all and same problems with um quads where flight controllers change and the the wiring of certain things change um what was that one I, I got? I think it was the the B comic. I think you had this, didn't you, NJ? And um, I, I had it, it came wired up, so the receiver just didn't work at all because of the the way it was wired, and there was apparently a change in the VTX. It was one of these things that used a an S bus connection into the the VTX, and channel six would change channels. But oh, that's right. Yeah, jack the connection to to switch but, it. It apparently it used to work and then they changed the flight controller but didn't change the wiring and it no longer works but, yeah that was that was a weird, weird one because that that's what one of the first quads i remember which had extra features on it and again this was something andy rc had on his mini b fight i think recently where they've got extra hardware on there that they mm. don't bother to wire up like there's a current sensor and all this stuff on there 
that's not wired up and it's not in the initial uh, uh, configuration in Betaflight. It's that that always really makes me laugh. It's like you've got more features to sell on this that you just haven't bothered to. That wear was up. um that was a quad that was released. I'm trying to think which one it was. I think it was one of the awesome brand, and um it had got an on-screen display and it wasn't hooked up. So <laughs> that's like <laughs> such a major feature that. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, so I mean, I mean that's that's a, a good thing about it coming to us though, is we can go well. Actually, it's got an on-screen display. If you, you know, and it, it was actually cheaper than the other models that had an on-screen display. So, but yeah, it, it's it's strange, isn't it? It's almost like they just get a bunch of components, don't think about, you know, what to do with them, and just put them together as quickly and easily as possible. I think that's how they name them as well. They just put it into a random letter combiner. Um, yeah. Some of these quads have stupid names. I think B fight was just beta flight with the eater taken off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's fight, isn't it? Yes, Not fight. B fight. Yeah. Zoe Zoe makes an interesting comment in the um, the chat about she has a review policy. Um, if it's bad, she won't review it. Um, and I think you know I I like that. But at the same time, if something is really bad, um, I like to tell people it's bad so that first of all I can give them an option on how to fix it. Now, this is what you need to do to fix that receiver connection issue um, or don't buy it yet because it might get better or it might not but I, you know when i'm going to buy something the first thing i do is look on youtube for reviews and if i don't find any then i'll probably think i'll buy it and try it um, so i'd like you know, i think it's good for a bad review to be there just to warn people from you know avoid spending their money especially when it's 100 150 200 pounds it's a lot of money yeah. for a lot of people what yeah. i tend to do is is not to waste people's time is just literally make like a fight like with those uh those ishin goggles just make a four minute video and say i don't want to waste your time here but the, this is what <laughs> this is why i don't think you should buy these or, or i do like a news item so i get a bunch yeah. of bunch of products like i received a, a quadcopter it wouldn't even fly so i'll just mention it um or uh, some of those fury b um quadcopters that say they take a 6s I thought oh, I'll make a video on that, and I plugged a 6s in, and then it just, you know, went crazy. And I thought, well, I can't make a whole video about that, so I just mentioned it, you know. So uh, I think it's Im important to say this this product's bad, but don't, yeah, maybe don't don't spend an entire. Um, the, the thing is, you the thing is as well when you're reviewing, it might be the case that you are reviewing it as you go along, so you don't realize until you finish the review that that's a bad product, like exactly. those like those top sky f7x goggles they looked great you know so i thought well well i'll review them as i go along and then it, i got and i'm like oh yeah these look pretty good and by the end it's like no don't buy these you know so um that, that is often the problem isn't it because i like to do um a sort of i take it out of the box whilst i'm sort of filming it else i lose track of what i'm doing so i was like oh look at this this is good and it's got one of these in and oh it's going to be great let's go fly it's like so by the end of it, it's like it's started really upbeat and then it's come really down. It's like yeah. oh, I've got a good idea. Maybe me and Jack should do a review show where we just you send us all your crap stuff what don't work, and me and Jack no. can do. As long as you don't mention that this, as long as you don't say this came from Andy Arsky, it was to him by. He doesn't like it anymore, so we. He says it's pants. I would yeah. love to see you guys do that. We might as well do a, re a, a review flying review show where we rip on everyone's. Uh, like flying and be like this video is crap you know <laughs> the thing is you would just end up everyone. Like, you would just end up ripping on each other like you yeah, yeah i know like or it ain't worth the hassle because tony's gonna be like 
make it work. I'm like, there's no hope for this at all. <laughs> yeah, but then we can set fire to it and drown it and things. Yeah. Will it burn? I tend to think that with, with most things out there, you can get it going better. And I kind of feel that a lot of the times people seem to buy stuff blind. Like like you said, Ash, if, if they can't find a, a video, they might just buy it. And then you've got it. And it's like, this is hopeless. But yeah. let's see if we can do something. And it sort of acts as then as your online instruction manual about how to get things at least a little bit better and get it to some place. Sometimes you can't get it to that place. I'm starting to think that the SPC Maker Quad can't get to that place in which case <laughs> I, i've been gathering bits of video for like a couple of weeks because every every so often i'll go out and do something and i was like mm, still crap <laughs> just upload two more minutes of video to this showing here's here's what else didn't work i've got uh i'm just looking at the wall here uh, one of those Isheen x220s is really old now oh, yeah. and it's just burnt out another motor so it's like <clears throat> i will be giving up on this soon but I, I always keep coming back to these things just to like, can I just mess around with this? Sometimes I need to take like a week off and then it's just like I've got a spare moment. It's like, oh, let's look at the crappy thing that doesn't work and see if we can finally put it to bed. I think as a reviewer, we've all got those uh, reviews that are half edited and they're not finished because we, you can't just can't quite um, bring yourself to a conclusion as to whether it's good or not. And there's one product, I don't know if anyone saw the review, but this is called the Drone Max, which is quite a clever product in some ways, but I had a tr tough time describing it in the review as to whether it was actually useful. It's basically a portable battery for charging um, Mavic batteries, DJI Mavic batteries. Um, you charge it up, you take it out to the field with you, and it will charge two Mavic batteries up fully, but then this is dead. And this costs um, only just less than two batteries. And so I had a, I had a real <laughs> internal conflict trying to justify. I mean, it's got a, a, a 90 lumens LED light on the side of it. So I thought, okay, we could take this camping. And then it's basically a, an LED light that's going to last about a week because of the size of the battery. Inside it. It's got a USB port on it for charging mobile phones and things like that. The problem is the, the additional features seems more useful than the fact that it charges Mavic batteries. <laughs> no one cares on this channel. No, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to tell you. But, but it's a yeah. conflict. It's a reviewer conflict, isn't it? Sometimes dog you end. Review dog. There you go. <laughs> I've, I've certainly got stuff on my hard drive. I've I've worked out. I started filming this thing, and these are more sort of um, sort of fun build projects. I got this thing. Um, and I started filming a bit about it in February last year, and I, I realised how old it was. And I was like, "Oh, really? I must, I must get on with that." These are the things that suffer because there, there is a slight need to um, sort of do more reviews than than sort of fan builds. Um, so I'm always sort of like conscious about like, am I completing this? Am I doing that? And I must get back to these things. They're just some Sorry. really interesting projects to do. But Curry yeah. kitten. I just noticed behind you on the stack of stuff near the duct tape, you looks like you've got one of those Hobby King uh, AC to DC chargers. Yes. Uh, power things. Are they dog? Because, <laughs> like, every, every power thing I've ever bought from Hobby King, they have stuck the worst fan with the worst bearings. Now, the fan is a different thing. Whilst the actual thing goes and provides power, and I've got one of these. Um, Quattro-type chargers, which is which has worked really well, actually. Uh, I couldn't be without. I couldn't go back to that parallel charging anymore. The fan, when it starts up, it sounds like some you know really old 
classic car where people hang on to it. So it's a classic. It's got little, uh, 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 no, no, no. It sounds like one of those. Have you ever been in a three-star B&B? Like, or two-star yeah, even? Yeah. You know the, the toilet? i the, the, yeah, the extractor fan in the toilet, you know, that's connected to the light. And it's got it's got like and they've wired in a turbo uh, saver in there. You know, like your car where you switch your car off and the, tur- the engine keeps running for a bit to like cool the oil in the turbo. It's got one of those turbo delay. What are they called? There's a name for them. No turbo I don't know. But yeah, yeah, the worst fan in the world that's got like you know feces, dust, like pubic hair, all rolling around in there. It's the worst. I don't know where. I've spoken to my daughter. This is not for you. Okay. <laughs> Where they get the fans from? Yeah, the fan has a really dodgy startup, so it's like... Mm, 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 it does it for about a minute, and then it's okay, which I think is going to eventually die. But at the yeah. moment, it's charging up batteries. Okay, so. Every fan. Aquacell, is it? Is that right? NJ, the 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 Turnergy Accucell is a thing. Yeah, that. somebody's put in the chat, Jack, but I can't say it. Re- reactor is are they saying? Yeah, reactor. Yeah, have they got a horrible fan? I don't know, but like even even their little laptop, like AC to DC chargers, which were like five, um, five amp barely, they had like a fan in there, and um. They've got like a floating ground as well. I've touched the heat sink in one of them and got a shock <laughs> when I cracked it open oh, to take the fan out <laughs> and put a new fan in. <laughs> Have, uh, I, I haven't heard a plug for Mini Air Show in this, in this show. So no, I don't. It stresses Andrew out. Look oh, at it. Oh, to, the, to the video because I'm having to still do it all manually. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, miniairshow.co.uk. Uh, we, I think, we're still at the moment. Everyone in this chat will be there. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I'm really actually looking forward to that, especially Brilliant. getting away from um, a screaming baby for two nights. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just say that in public? <laughs> oh, <I'm sure. laughs> and it, it looks like. Uh, I'm going to assume that Ed has, seeing as Ed has posted in the chat, that it means it's public. Um, RIP Sumner's Ponds. So, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Sumner's Ponds isn't going ahead this year. They couldn't get the the, the um, manpower to, to get it to happen. So, I was just gonna come say, on to Mini instead. I was just going to say, who's Sumner Ponds? I'm sorry to hear he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hopefully, it'll be back next year because I'm uh, really upset. That's where I met that. Great Yeti there. <laughs> right, that's where I met the Yeti. Jack. Same. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Is this like guys. a race event or just a general meetup or something? I've not heard of it. It's an RC show. Yeah. It's like a it's a really old one that's been going well, I say really old. FPV wise, it's very old. Yes, three uh, years old, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's um but it's it's been going on for years and years before that as well. It's so it's got um all the radio controlled boats, um, yachts, it's got kites, it's got uh the, the beige shorts, white socks yes. and sandals. Uh, exactly. There's lots of families that come around, so it's it's basically free for the people that are running the things doing all the radio controlled stuff and then there's uh 
uh, you kind of pay to go around and see all the fun that people are having. So it's a bit of a funny way of doing it, which is maybe why it's not going ahead this year. But um, yeah, it's uh, it, unfortunately not going ahead. But yeah, that's that's where I first met most of you, I think, um, yeah. that I have met um, in person. Um, in, in Your hot glue gun fixed Tony's quad that first day we oh, met. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was where I first uh, first actually flew a quad. Uh, oh. I think. Oh no, actually, I fl the first flew one of Jack's, but the first flew first time I flew one of mine. I made it my first ever quad there. Um, yeah, it's. So it's... if if that's not going on, then there must be some kind of other event that everyone can go to. Exactly. So there's there's mini air show. Please come along to that. We'll all be there. Uh, loads of other people are going to be there. Hopefully. Uh, gonna have quite a lot of things going on um fixed wings helis uh fpv we'll have the workshops with the tuning and the maidening and everything going on so please come along to that is there any full-size stuff going on mm. no absolutely not we happen to be on an airfield where there will also be <laughs> some full-size stuff flying but it's absolutely nothing to do with us so they will be flying then i'm getting a chopper in the, the airfield <laughs> will be open. People can fly to it in the you're same way a, that people can drive to it. You're getting a chopper in. Is that related to aviation, though, Tony? <laughs> I'm getting a chopper out. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can fly if you've got your own plane. You can fly or, or paramotor yes. or paramotor. paramotor. You can fly to mini air show. That Tony, is a possibility. Would you would you ever do paramotor stuff? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch a guy on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I've just subscribed to him because keep flashing up on my feed, and I've been watching him. And uh, yeah, he's quite expensive to get into it. Apparently, it's about ten grand, but I'm no, sure he'll probably do it a bit cheaper than that. Doesn't have to cost that much at all. I paramotor, and it's you could buy the engine and the wing for around six grand, something like that. And then it's just like a you, That's how much you value your life. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's safer paramotoring, honestly, than it is most other kind of action sports, scuba diving, etc. Yeah, because you're on a parachute. Like in London. And you're just going along, yeah. Yeah, you're under a parachute and you've got yeah. a spare parachute. So I, the mini air show, I might bring mine along if, um, if I can get permission to fly it from the airfield. Yeah. It yeah. seems like something where it's really key to hunt down the cheapest type of gear you can get when you're hanging yourself from it in midair. <laughs> just just <laughs> believe it or, yeah. or jumble sales, see what you can find. Are, are they on Banggood yet? Just <laughs> I'll tell you what, when they are, you don't want to fly it. We walked past a secondhand shop in our local town the other day and we saw what looked like a paramotor sat outside and it was an absolute death trap. And when we looked at the throttle, it had a Shimano from a mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs> when so it's got no. a little, bell, when it's got a little bell on it, you know, that's not... Exactly. <laughs> if anyone needs any paramotor advice or you're looking to get into it, feel free to drop me a, a message and I'll more than happily advise you guys on what you There you go. There's a second channel you can start up now, Ash. It, it well, seems to be, I actually am, yeah. It seems to be something that people from FPV sort of... Well, great to Gra that, gravitate to yeah, yeah. because because i guess i mean anyone who does fpv does it because you know they they're interested in general aviation really and you know that's the closest you can get to 
not actually sitting in some kind of aircraft. So the cheapest way to do that is probably paramotors. Yeah, yeah, but I'm scared of eyes. No, no, I, I always. That's why I asked you, Tony. Tony, Tony, you're a window cleaner. How are you scared? Got <laughs> <of laughs> a long pole. That's what that's a bungalow. I, I stand on the floor nowadays, Andy. A long pole. I oh, I thought you haven't got the um, technical stuff up your way yet. It's probably still ladders and a bit <laughs> vinegar and newspaper, isn't it? Oh man, <laughs> that sounds right. And I said it wrong. It's a glass. Too many syllables for him. Yeah, Jack, do you want to uh, do you want to uh, run us out and we'll we'll switch over to the the the, the bonus stream? Yep. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight on Let's Drone Out. We'll be here next week, hopefully, and Tony will be in a better mood with me. Bless him. Or <laughs> in a better mood in general. Um, we'd like to thank uh, Andy or Frank for uh, manually switching when everyone talks. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys got stuck with me eating a lot. Um, and we'd also like to thank our Patreons. We are now going to record a bonus stream that only our Patreons will get. So if you're a Patreon, please go to the Patreon. And once we've set it up, we'll post the link so you guys can sit live there in the chat whilst we do our bonus podcast. Um, also, we'd like to thank Mikey Dread for sponsoring the editing of this show and thank the editor and uh for putting up with us for another few months yeah and uh good night telemetry lost